Imagine someone is reading your story from someone else's perspective. How much different would your story be? In this episode, I will be focusing on point of view and how it's important to the meaning of the story by looking at I Am Malala. In the novel I Am Malala, the authors Malala Yousafzai and Christina Lamb share the story of Malala. Born July 12, 1997, Malala grew up in Mangora, Pakistan. Mangora is in the Swat district of Pakistan, and so people living there often refer to themselves as Swat girls and boys. When Malala was about 12 years old, the Taliban took control of the Swat village. Most children couldn't go to school, especially girls, but Malala didn't agree with that. In the beginning of the story, we are told background details of Malala's life as well as her parents' lives. The story starts off with Malala explaining the traditions of her village when families have children. She tells us how the village celebrate when a boy is born, but when a girl is born, nothing happens. We are also told about her parents and that her dad had trouble with words, but he was good at poetry and loves teaching, and her mom was smart and the only girl in a class of boys. Then we are told about Malala's personality. She's a very free spirit and very curious. She didn't want to stay inside and learn how to cook, clean, or sew. She wanted to go outside and play with the boys. She wanted to go to school and learn the way the boys did. The major climax of the story is when Malala and a group of girls decide to go to school. The Taliban didn't like that. They did a lot of things to try and scare Malala and her friends from going to school. Eventually, Malala gets shot in the head three times and miraculously survives. Finally, the story concludes when we see girls are now allowed to go to school and Malala is known as the woman's activist. People everywhere in her village recognize her now, and in 2014, Malala was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize. The way Malala grew up, forced to hide and live in fear of going to school, I think it really influenced her writing. I don't think she would have gotten into writing if it weren't for what she had to go through. The author reveals Malala's point of view that the society she lives in is unfair. In the story, we see very early on Malala's perspective. Her point of view is that girls should be able to go to school and be treated the same as boys. While neither authors directly say this, Malala's actions show this. The story would have been different had it been told from a different point of view. For example, she says early on in the book that she wants to go to school and she thinks it's unfair she can't. She was born in 1997 and people still didn't accept the idea of women doing more than cooking and cleaning. This point of view is influenced by the time period because during the late 1990s and early 2000s, in certain parts of the world, it's still expected that women get married and cook and clean while the men and boys work or play. These lines are significant because Malala had decided from an early age that she would not follow tradition that was girls cook and clean. The author also continues to show us how Malala feels about sexism, specifically in relation to education, where she lives. Quote, education is education. We should learn everything and then choose which path to follow. End quote. Malala believes that everyone should have the ability to get an education. However, the Taliban did not believe that. Malala does not see why women should be forced to hide when they try to go to school. She also does not agree that other people should control other people's lives. We see this when Malala says, quote, we should learn everything and then choose which path to follow. End quote. She believes we choose what we do with our lives after learning. In conclusion, sexism was very prominent in Mingora, Pakistan, where Malala lives. This story shows why perspective is so important. If the Taliban had been telling the story rather than Malala, we would probably believe that women should not go to school. Rather, they should stay home and cook and clean. From this story, I have learned a couple of things. One of them being that perspective is key, and if you believe something is wrong, stand up for what you think. I think that at that time, it was difficult 
for certain people to see a different way of living because they grew up only knowing what their parents taught. I wonder how different the story would have been from the Taliban and the other adults against girls going to school. I know I said earlier that we'd probably believe the opposite of how Malala thinks, but it could depend on the person. My experiences are different because I don't have to hide and fear going to school to learn, but I can relate to the novel because as a girl, there are still sexisms that I have to deal with. For example, the dress code. I won't get too much into it, but basically the dress code is sexist because it tells girls, cover up your body, it's distracting boys from learning. And it's prioritizing boys learning over girls. I could go on a whole rant about how the dress code is sexist, but I'm not going to. I will say though, a dress code is a good idea. Some schools just force ridiculous dress codes onto girls. That aside, now I'm going to call a friend and hear what she has to say about perspective. Okay. Do you think perspective is important to a story? Yes, definitely. Because perspective really changes our opinions and basically backs up what we think. Mm-hmm. And it could definitely... It's very important because there's always, like, more than one side to a story, but also depending on whose perspective you're in, you can see, like, a lot more or a lot less of something. Yeah, I agree with that. So, how different would the story of Malala been had it been told from someone else's point of view? Um, well... Obviously, with Malala, we get more her story, her feelings, Um, but it would be different if, let's say it was told by the parents, Mm -hmm. and when that life or death thing happened, like, she almost died, and you would see the parents sort of, like, confusion, like, how did this happen? Where with Malala, we see it, like, straight on happen. Mm. It's probably the same feeling of, like, what (laughs) that Malala was having. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, if we had the Taliban side, um, they could twist the story and show us how we should take their side. Like, women should not go to school type thing. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So, do you think, because a lot, when it comes to a lot of stories, we only get, like, one side of the story, do you think it could change our opinion or our bias? Yes. Um, if we only have one side, we don't get a lot of, you know, information on a story, and I get that, like, it can be a lot, to do for like like to review every single side you know Mm -hmm. but I think Malala did a great job of incorporating other people's or like some people's stories on how the Taliban was affecting them and not just simply how it was affecting Malala but the people around her too so, let's evaluate more than 
think if like you had heard the entire story from like you know christopher columbus all those years ago not just uh, oh he discovered america first he's a great guy do you, do you think he would have had a different outlook on him christopher columbus <laughs> yeah because like that that's a great example of not getting the full size of the story true like if we had all the information from before Mm -hmm. and after and then like the side of the story from like the people already living there yeah yeah oh yeah our our view would definitely be very different especially being taught about him in um earlier grades like i don't know what grade like but you get like elementary school like the story would be completely different on how we're taught about christopher columbus because starting off we're like oh wow he's great he found america Mm -hmm. but once you really like get higher up you maybe touch a little bit on he wasn't that great of a guy like yeah (laughs) And it's weird. It's also kind of interesting how. See, I had to be. I didn't really find out about that or think about that until closer to like fifth or sixth grade, because we're not taught the bad part of a story. Yeah. Yeah, I think I learned about him in, like, second grade, and then as I got older, it was like, ooh, nah, he's not this great guy that they made him out to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess looking at a story and seeing different perspectives and different sides, it really can change your bias and change how you see things, which I think is interesting. And that almost makes me want to say, like, oh, you know, every story you hear, go do your research. There are a lot of stories. That is a lot of work. And nobody has time for that. So, I mean... Yeah. I don't know. In just some cases, if you really want to know, you can do your own research. Otherwise, use your common sense. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Try and think deeper. Definitely. Sorry. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thank you for letting me do this. Yeah. With all that being said, perspective and point of view are very important for understanding a story. So, I don't know. I really like the book I Am Alala. It's, it's a really good book. I like how she stands up for what she believes in, and I'm not going to get too much into that, but I really like it, and I really think perspective and point of view have a big impact on how people see things. So yeah, um, hopefully I was able to show you guys the importance of perspective and point of view. Yeah, I hope everyone has a great day, and. 
talk to you all next time. Bye.